Hi, I'm Julian, and this is the WLB Podcast. Welcome to Season 2 of Women-Led Businesses Podcast. This season, we will be speaking to artists, painters, and creators. Each one is doing a phenomenal job with their businesses, some are running on Instagram and some have a website of their own. Every time these guests come on board, we somehow discussed the same, um, you know, how Indian societies try to look down upon artists and creative careers, often thinking that if somebody is not at least an engineer or is not working for a US-based company, then they're not really doing a good job in their lives. But you know, these artists and several of them out there are thriving today. Not only are they making a living out of their art, but they're also bringing much needed joy and hope into our world. Let us encourage and support every artist out there especially if you have one in your own family. So today, for this first episode, we have with us Lulu Nasir, who has a page called Ecstasy by Lulu on Instagram. Thank you for joining us and hope you enjoy this episode. So uh, just as an introduction, uh, I would just like to introduce to my listeners, uh, we have a very 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 old friend of mine joining us uh live today uh we uh, studied together like we were kids when we first met so we were in Qatar and the only school uh, that i think is famous from Qatar. no i think there are many schools now no, but right that thing there only one school <laughs> yeah we had like one famous school called emmy Indian school it's still there and we I'm not sure when we met exactly, but I think I we think were together maybe since fifth or fourth. We yeah, we got yes. merged in fourth, so we've oh. been together since fourth through tenth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I remember you from only from like eighth standard onwards. Like I have memories of school wow. only after eighth standard. I don't know what happened before that. This <laughs> <laughs> is like invisible. The rest of the class was invisible. No, I really don't remember what what we did before eighth. Like. I think a science exhibition was there, and that's we how I think busy, okay, my, you know, oh. Julian was busy now. Let's <laughs> just put it that way. Or, or I think I was busy studying. Like, I was just a big nerd. Yeah. I never. Yes, know. yes. She she was the coolest nerd, I would say, in her class. Right. <laughs> Basically, I think I, I remember mugging up social science all the time. That's all I remember before that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember during exams, you would be like, man, please move away. I need to write. Like, <laughs> Oh my god, such show. <laughs> okay. So uh for for the audience, I, I think uh, we need to just introduce you f- first, formally at least, because um yeah. what I uh have seen you grow into is uh I mean I, I recently found out that you have this beautiful Instagram page filled with your Thank paintings. You. They are mind-blowing. Each one of them, like if I mean, I love uh, art mostly because I can't do it myself. So I respect anybody who gets their colors right. Also, uh-huh. so your my level of respect for you is way too much because those oh, paintings are mind-blowing. Uh, so just please introduce yourself to the to our listeners. Uh, 
once. Yeah, so uh, my name is Lulu, and as she said, we know each other from school. And right now, why we are here, I think we are here because, uh, as she said, my paintings and my artwork are doing well on Instagram. And yeah, so uh, that's about me. I'm an interior designer by profession, and right now I'm doing these artworks, uh, like commissioned work, even otherwise, just for a hobby sake as well. Wow. So, yeah that's about it a hobby that's so cool and i i would like to see what your real work looks like i didn't know you were an interior interior designer how does that yeah, i in? did my uh, it was actually uh, i would say it was a big twist after school so uh-huh. the thing is uh, our our family is very much into academics like they uh, they want kids to you know achieve big means like doctors uh-huh. engineers and stuff Mm-hmm. so if 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 you remember like in school if anybody asks you it'll be like yeah i want to be a doctor i want to be mm-hmm. that this so nobody <laughs> nobody you know nobody would say i want to be a designer or those mm-hmm. kind of stuff at least in that point of time right correct correct yeah so i did the same i said i, I want to be a doctor and i think i did a big mistake there so after 12 even i was pushed into the entrance coaching thing Mm-hmm. but i feel like you know it was too much of a pressure for me the coaching classes mm. so and i used to like even even then i used to like just draw my stress out and my friends were like this mm-hmm. is not a place for you you need to do something else and i mm-hmm. had this interest in interior designing even when i was in qatar but you know we had this diploma option in qatar foundation but not mm-hmm. a proper degree oh okay. so i couldn't go after that and my like my sister being a doctor my family thought this was somewhat of a low profession and it will be like a you know uh, <laughs> it would be like a bad blotch on their status kind of thing. my goodness <laughs> so yeah so and four months into coaching i thought i can't do this anymore and i dropped out mm-hmm. and then yeah the next academic year i joined my college for interior designing here in kerala Oh yeah nice so that's how i did my degree so that was like you know i don't know how that happened exactly but that's the outline of the story that's amazing i mean you taking a stand right in between like at least uh, it takes courage so i myself have gone through an entire year of this entrance coaching uh, drama if if i can yeah. if i where, where, where did you where did you do it pala brilliant pala Uh, I went to the PC at Trishul oh and this was hell. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like uh, my brother went there, so I was like, I'm not going deal? there. Ah, yeah, that's what some people would be like. What's a big deal? But ah, uh, for me, it was a big deal. Like I felt it was not being me. You know, it's like ah, uh, you need to study, study, study away. Yeah, with those yeah. people who who study right before the exam, right? You can't like exactly like I, I think. Yeah. I think engineering. I I have been studying like you know eight subjects in one hour before the exam. Like uh, cram it all in and then vomit. <laughs> that is all I can do. <laughs> so that good. so studying like throughout the day and then taking exams like almost five days mm-hmm. a week and everything was yeah. not my thing. It is nobody's thing. It's just our unfortunate, uh, you know, condition, the state of our country with all of our population yeah. <laughs> and the low rate of acceptance. It is nobody's. Ah, that's the main thing. Low rate of acceptance. 
truly like it, it's a, it's not a not the right way to live uh, yeah. to be honest even right now if, if even if you say like people have become really open uh mm. they're only open to certain things like right now you can see this rush of coding thing happening mm. during like the pandemic but i don't know that's just another form of the uh engineering and doctor thing right mm. it's just another yeah, yeah. thing that the parents want the kids to do that's it it's and now they started white hat junior for kids also yeah that's that's what <laughs> you start you start right now and then you break your bones like <laughs> so i mean one thing yeah. i remember like one thing what you mentioned is right in our time even though it's not long ago like just say yeah. uh, in in 2000s also we did not have a lot of options in our minds as uh-huh. in we were not aware ki okay this is also an option of exactly. you know as a career as a profession like people need not all be science uh, or you know the, i don't know why even today india people looks down explore more options i think like they didn't want to explore more options i would say mm. maybe there was you know like i mean we see a lot of professionals right now right and mm. who are not like engineers or doctors so they mm. did have options back then but no one was like into exploring it or learning what else is out there hmm so do you think the condition is improving now or uh, do people uh, like it, it, in uh, your cousins or nieces or nephews anybody that you know is having a better i would, say, <laughs> I would say they're still uh, only improving right uh, like at least they're considering other things but not arts that's hmm. not uh, an option even now like but mm. yeah like comparatively to those times right now throughout the country i would say the condition has improved a lot right there are a lot yeah. of people encouraging their kids uh to do arts or follow their passion as they put it right now mm-hmm. i think the condition has definitely improved i had But, this uh one student Mm-hmm. uh i remember she's a she's a qatari and uh, i remember she said like she wants to do science but her parents wants her to do arts <laughs> yeah i'm like uh, i'm sorry what did she say she was like yeah it's a big problem i don't want to do arts it's too tough for me and i'm like and you want to do science she was like yeah that's a point to do out there i'm like you're talking about every you know every indian kids dream do you know that Oh my god. <laughs> so there are definitely like you know some people okay. who have a big change of mind right now. Mhm. That's nice. So when you uh, when you de- when you did in- interior designing as a uh, in your job how does your job look like what is a day job and this like how do you manage these two things together? Like how do you find the time with like trying to understand? Okay. So I I was initially like uh, I started painting for like a real uh, you know a real purpose only when I was in college okay? so we had mm-hmm. this exhibition and mm-hmm. in our ex- interior design exhibition we can make anything that can go inside a house or outside the house so okay. I thought the easiest thing was to paint and uh, that's how I actually started painting so nice. in our uh, field yeah in our field of interior design it's basically about art and color and the coordination of mm-hmm. uh, such things 
so that's a bit related to art and i only did my interior design like as a job i only did it for one year mm-hmm. and then later on i did uh, my job as an art instructor in qatar so oh. right now yeah uh, right now i'm just doing art on my own i've resigned the other job and i'm back to nice. doing my art like right now yep. so full fledged uh yeah i would say because after the pandemic started i didn't really look for a job as such and so i just thought i'll just uh get into painting i was actually planning on an exhibition but yeah mm-hmm. the corona happened and that <laughs> exhibition mm-hmm. thing didn't happen mm-hmm. so right now yeah just doing commission works nice, nice so how was the art instructing uh, how was that period of time like did you uh, teach uh, how like how how big was your class and what kind of people came in yeah so uh, that one was uh, it was it was like a recreational center owned by a qatari lady she's mm-hmm. a artist herself and this place it taught art to like uh, kids from 3 years old to uh, i would say like yeah we didn't have a limit on the age so my smallest student was like uh, 10 years old and the oldest one was maybe 45 or something wow so we had yeah and uh, i would say it was like uh, we had uh, people from all over the world mm-hmm. in our center so that was like a good experience and yeah so i did uh, i i was taking care of the painting and sketching department mm-hmm. and it was nice uh, you know like i w- i personally wouldn't say like you need to i i remember you told in the beginning that uh, you don't know a thing about art but i think everybody has a little bit in themselves and you it's more about you know how you create that aesthetic bit yourself mm-hmm. so i i personally don't agree to you know teaching art or like mm-hmm. you know uh, telling people like this is a way to go or this is a particular technique you need to use mm-hmm. so it was just uh, more of a relaxation for the students and mm-hmm. also learning a bit of techniques here and there that's it nice so i mean i think so i am somebody who believes who that all of us being in in the world we are in currently we need a lot yeah. more poetry we need a lot more art and Absolutely. music and and all of these balancing things and this podcast sure. also i'm trying to like i'm trying to bring out those uh, things that people normally don't see it as a norm like yeah art is should become a norm and uh, music and cooking and these things are actually things that keep us alive and keep us going like sure. i'm trying to uh, I, i mean it, it might sound sound philosophical but that dead poet society thing that guy was really right when he said that we live for these things love and poetry and music and these things and yeah. everything else is just a lot of tension so i'm really happy to know that you know despite we we started our journeys together and though i took the yeah. very uh, cliche path you have ended up no, in a very that, that's what you you know i'm not saying like you know being the academic person is a wrong thing of course you mm. can be academic maybe maybe that's like your interest you know you mm-hmm. find uh, you find uh, peace or happiness in knowing more things that are scientific or technical no that could be your thing i'm not saying like it uh, you need to be like passionate about something that's artistic or philosophical mm. i'm not saying that but definitely mm. what i'm saying is if 
you know uh, i remember we uh, i think my thought actually uh, you know it took a turn when we had a, a circular that came into the class and mm. i don't know if it was real or it was in my dream but it read like if you choose what you love you're not going to work your like every day won't seem like mm. work mm-hmm. yeah so uh, it should be like that be it art or academic it should be like you know it's something you love so you do it mm. every day and you don't feel like work correct correct i mean i i really like the part where you said everybody has an artist in them and i think yeah. that's that really helps to uh, i think even as a as a relaxation or meditation if you take up sketching or or drawing mm. like like you mentioned you you drew your st- stress out like you will dance yeah. out the stress or sketch out that that's really nice i mean i think the pandemic times at least this might have helped that's a lot of i think a lot of people came out with their drawings and work during the pandemic right there were like mm. i think i i i saw at least 100 bottle art a day every day <laughs> during the pandemic so oh my god mm. i think everybody was doing something or at least planting stuff and making mm. beautiful pots and stuff mm. oh, that's nice that's amazing so tell me this when did you uh, like decide to start a like you know ecstasy by lulu how did that uh, begin like when do you think it was like the right time to launch and uh, i wasn't really looking forward to launching anything So it was like right after my work I quit my work as a designer and mm-hmm. then I had a, a bit of time left and uh, maybe I was a bit on my you know I was feeling a bit low during those times and I just wanted to divert into something that would keep me busy so nothing as such like as a uh, you know uh, as a platform to sell or whatever but I just wanted to like you know just draw and post it that's it Uh, mm-hmm. let, let me be honest like when someone tells your work is nice it's like a pat on your back like you really feel good about mm-hmm. yourself so mm-hmm. maybe it, it was you know for that uh, good feeling of validation that i started the page but mm-hmm. then uh, i haven't been posting regularly but uh, yeah so it's like something you know uh, i actually uh, i was really um, surprised that recently I maybe last week I just put up one of my paintings on uh, my WhatsApp status mm-hmm. and a, a close aunt of mine she mm-hmm. was like wow who drew this I was like uh, I did like, you drew <laughs> I mean you draw actually you do it and I was like yeah I do I do this stuff and then I, that's when you know so there are many people who don't know what you're doing so mm. Uh, to let people know that this is what is <laughs> what uh, you're into so mm. that's how i started the page i oh. had actually uh, started like my painting uh, i've been doing commissions since uh, college that happened mm. out of surprise but then that stopped there and then i moved into work and uh, later on is when the ecstasy by lulu page happened mm-hmm. yeah so what do you mean by commissions do people ask for a specific thing to be drawn or do you what, what, what i do, i don't understand the term uh actually uh what i've done so far is uh i have i've sold paintings that i've done like mm-hmm. a few of them i've sold in my exhibition in college mm-hmm. and the rest uh actually there, there were a few friends who took the pictures of my paintings in the exhibition so 
those photos got passed on and there were people asking for those paintings so okay the commission is actually like they could be asking you to uh, do a particular painting for them like custom made i would say that's mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. i mean by commission and yeah they pay for the commissioned work and they could either choose uh, their piece or we could do uh, a painting that i already did before you know a redo a piece of it in a okay. different size okay like okay. whatever fits their wall yeah okay okay so i mean i don't know whether uh, does that hamper your uh, your artist in i mean the artist in your uh, the, like when you are when you're drawing something like if you're asked to do a certain thing exactly yeah. do you think that is you do you enjoy doing that or do you enjoy doing something of your own and then putting it out there for whoever would like it i think when you like if uh, you know uh, when there are people asking you to draw a certain thing that that has this challenge to get it exactly that way right mm. so that's a bit, that's a fun bit there and okay. uh, the other one is more challenging because you have to come up with this idea that okay. you want your, uh, you know you you want your client to be mind blown so mm. uh, both are like two different kind of uh, challenges i would say oh, and i nice. enjoy enjoy both <laughs> <laughs> that's really nice. I mean, that's nice when you put it like that. It's that you like doing what they do. So, um, tell me this: uh, when you uh, try to sell, like, I mean, I, I just mentioned uh, your uh, art has been sold right since the time you were in college. So, yeah, how do you that's when I first did it? Yeah. I mean, that that's awesome. Like, that, I mean, getting it at that early is really great. So, how do you understand the value of this? Like, what is the how do you price something i mean uh-huh. sometimes art goes for millions of dollars sometimes it I doesn't know. i don't understand that There's something i i have no idea how to do it i have friends who say like you are selling it way too cheap and uh, i have friends who say yeah you, you're okay like your pricing is fine mm-hmm. uh, so initially i would say the first story of the, the first time i sold my painting mm-hmm. uh, i was like i just put it out there and uh, uh, we ha- we just had to submit our work and there were volunteers for the exhibition so uh, i they asked me like if i had a price tag for it so i told you can just put whatever you want because i oh. had no idea about this okay and uh, and there was this guy it was like a normal uh, i would say uh, uh, 60 by 60 cm painting or something Mm-hmm. and this guy he wanted to buy it for a really good price and i was like are you serious that's <laughs> that's my question I, i was like that's i serious and my friend is like shut up okay <laughs> then that's how i sold my first painting and i was uh, shocked because he wanted two of them at that oh. price and i'm like okay what's happening uh, so i i'm still clueless about uh, how to like you know give them exact value for my painting mm-hmm. but i managed to uh, take it out from my effort and the time and uh, the materials i put into it so mm-hmm. that's how i just get an estimate of it right now okay yeah. okay so i mean uh, i'm not sure so when you do uh, when you when you're cooking something uh, i mean the only mm-hmm. things i have ever estimated is that supposing i'm ma- i'm making a cake i would uh, yeah. evaluate all of the ingredients and their value and then yeah. add in my efforts some some for the efforts 
So yeah. I'm not sure if the same applies to you on the canvas. If they are asking for a bigger, bigger sized one, then the canvas costs this much. The paints cost this much. All yeah, of that goes. Yes, that's how I do it. But uh, I would yeah. say when you're like, you can't really price an art. I would say because it's uh, it's like mm -hmm. a person, you know, a person's efforts, and it might not seem like a huge effort, but. Uh, uh, there's a lot of creativity which you can't put a price tag on. So, exactly, I've seen. <laughs> I think I think I've seen a blank canvas that has been. It's, yes. It'll be just a rectangle that's. Or uh, maybe like a dot on it. Or, or like a dot on it that's sold for millions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do not I, understand that. <laughs> okay, uh, let me be honest. Me being an artist, I don't understand it either. And I'm like, Thank uh, you. why? That there's there's a lot of like Pollock uh, paintings and a lot of famous artists and uh, they've been selling their paintings like for a huge amounts like millions and billions and I'm like yeah. what's happening here I don't know how to, maybe I could just do this and tell it tell them you know but I don't mm. get the way of it mm. I really don't understand I would say. So maybe so me I'm, I'm it's just me thinking out loud here. Uh, yeah. you, when when somebody looks at your art, it also depends on uh, what that art uh, brings to his mind. It could be memories of something. It could be uh, just looking at it makes him happy or makes him sad, and then think of something that happened in his childhood or something like that. Mm -hmm. So when it's somebody's feelings you're talking about it varies like it, it might like yeah. somebody might be mind blown and somebody might be like really sad and it will bring back memories so it could yeah. be that uh, interpretation of that like how poems also have different interpretations i think art also ends up becoming different okay so uh, i was asking uh, this when uh, like you mentioned in pandemic there are like a bunch of uh, art pages coming up and everybody's trying to do some kind of the other art uh, do you also see uh, competition as in i'm not sure if the you can call it a competition art but if you had to see it like that do you see yourself your page and you your business trying to compete with others uh it's not about competition i mean even even during uh, even the uh, pages that came up during the pandemic, I would say it's more about you know they just wanted to uh, do things and put it out there. Uh, there was mm -hmm. no competition as such when it all began at least. Mm -hmm. And right now, I would say there are some who has left the who have left the field and then they've got back to their old routine. And okay. there, are, there are some who have stuck with what they're doing right now. Like they have completely, you know, uh, changed path. Mm -hmm. But for me, I would say my page, uh, to be honest, I I haven't really, you know, uh, took the number or the followers thing seriously until recently. That mm -hmm. even right now, I am not really working. I would I would say like I'm not posting regularly or I'm not really doing stuff that I need to do to make it like, you mm -hmm. know, get it running full on. So for mm -hmm. me, my page is like a little bit of uh, expression of myself, like mm -hmm. my moods and stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's what, because uh, I, I enjoy doing like all kind of uh, painting, like be it still life or landscapes and portraits, but what I enjoy most is, you know, doing portraits that have this uh, emotion to it. 
I don't know if it's really evident for the audience, but for me, it always has this emotion that's going on in the background for me. And mm. uh, yeah, somewhere I try to connect it with people who, you know, who want to be addressed, whose emotions want to be addressed. That's it. and that's that's a very nice way of putting it like i think instagram began with such noble notions but yeah. people have turned it into <laughs> like on we yeah. uh, how many followers do you have are you posting every day are, are you having hashtags yeah. on your post it's mm-hmm. it's crazy it's, it's it's like a race again over there yeah and i like how you like you know you have you you have it sorted in your mind at least where when the world is entirely going in the opposite direction that's really yeah, nice. it i kind of like ask myself like what am i doing i'm supposed to do something for this but uh mm-hmm. i can't really push myself to do that mm-hmm. so i just let it be you know so do you have any portfolio of your uh, art created anywhere other than instagram uh no actually no other websites i have been thinking about you know behonds and all those websites but i haven't really put it up anywhere mm-hmm. yeah so so most of your i'm just curious uh, most of your orders come in yeah. through instagram only uh actually many of them are through like personal you know like um, yeah What it's mostly through my friends and families mm-hmm. and then uh, right now through instagram as well Oh nice nice so um like the do do people uh, see the work first or they they know you of they know of you as an artist and they can ask you to do a certain thing of course they have to see my work first because you know there are people always just like buying a cake or a dress or anything you need to mm-hmm. like you know uh, know what you're going in for right so okay, um, okay. mostly they just have a look and if it's the kind of art that they want then mm-hmm. that's how they take i see yeah. that's nice so i have like i had this uh, friend of mine in in mumbai and her mm-hmm. father was also a painter so i think uh, i remember him mentioning that he spent one for one painting of his uh, he had spent like almost 6 months and he painted for 15 hours a day have yeah, you wow. I know <laughs> I haven't gone that extreme, never. but no, I I do know a lot of people who put in months of effort. Mm-hmm. But for me, I feel like the faster I finish it, maybe I'm not really you know I need to really give in more thought on my details and then you know put in more effort there. But mm-hmm. uh, so far, I think the faster I finish it, the better. Otherwise, it's like. Uh, after a point of time if you are working with like a, a more of a monochromatic colors i feel like it gets boring at one point for me uh mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. that depends on different people i feel like there are people who put like almost year uh, i know like um, my friends uh mother in law she's pretty famous she's an artist she does a uh, bead works and she puts in like a whole year into this amazing works which are like huge like as mm-hmm. huge as a wall so i oh my God. i don't think yeah i don't think i'm that patient yet mm-hmm. so uh, like in the my my question was that i mean like for a normal painting of of uh, of yeah. i don't know how of the how big that is like it could be as big as your laptop uh, mm-hmm. how how long does it take to finish like that was my question uh, ah, okay Uh, I would say, yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm just I want to know like how how much time does it take to finish one piece? Okay, if so if it's more like landscapes, and it depends on the details actually. But uh, just to give you an estimate, uh, if it's more like landscapes, I would take approximately four hours to mm-hmm. four hours to six maybe. And if it's portraits, you need to get that person to look like the real person, right? So it might take longer. <laughs> but okay. uh and a5 to a4 maybe those sizes uh could be done in a day okay Just, yeah okay. nice so the, the so if since is uh like do you have anybody else who's working on with you on the selling part or do you do the packaging the posting everything yourself i do it i um I'm, i'm just like starting out i i would say so i'm doing it all myself nice right nice now. yeah So anything that you found really uh, challenging in the very beginning when you started this off uh did you, was it hard to find a delivery person or to get it started like i think shipping it for me is is something i've not understood so far like how do people manage to do that so quickly yeah, it's actually uh it's not a, a shipping like here uh, as as of what i'm doing it's mm-hmm. not more like a business where you you know you just order and then you just ship it off so uh there's a, always a question of you know getting the right, especially if for canvases you need to get the exact size done mm. and mm. for the place where i belong to it's it's a normal you know a developed village i would say mm. and here i i get it done from the carpenters and so it's like a, a little bit of a headache you know to get the exact mm-hmm. size and get it cleanly stretched the canvas mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh getting the materials at the right time is a big issue here i feel but okay. as you move to the town it's pretty much fine but uh i think in kerala you really need to like work for a while to know who's going to do what for you like the binding mm-hmm. and the uh you know where the materials are going to come in from and the shipping mm-hmm. uh like it's like it's like a gamble you ship it you don't know if it's going to reach safely So oh my god you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so like you have to like really pray that every person who handles this needs to really be careful with it because okay, we really yeah. can't promise anything so we do our mm-hmm. best at the packing bit and then yeah mm-hmm. the rest is up to god <laughs> nice so this is exactly what i feel like um, for every business that starts i think yeah. getting it delivered to the customer now that we have everything being so far off like we it's no longer a, like a, it's not a, like a lemonade stand and you sell it to the people that you meet so it it's somewhere it's like it could be across the globe it could be uh, mm-hmm. pan india like i think currently you are working pan india right If you can ship it yeah. anywhere in india yeah. so this distance challenge is hmm, nice so uh, are you planning to expand it to across the globe dhl services or sure why not like if there are people to who who really you know appreciate uh, your work then why not so nice nice yeah i have those plans in future for sure mm-hmm. so this artist friend that i had mentioned the uncle who had spent 6 months he mm-hmm. uh, the the girl that i that uh, my friend i remember her uh, carrying these paintings like they are her baby and she's a good take the mumbai trains and you know i have to deliver yeah. this myself i'm not trusting anybody <laughs> That's true. It's mm. actually very true. But uh, there's also like I uh, uh, 
what I've uh, seen is, you know, uh, I uh, while I was working back in Qatar, I mm. did this work for uh, Porsche. And mm. it was through my company um, mm-hmm. where I worked as the art instructor. I did this Oryx, which was uh, going to be branded with the Porsche uh, label, mm-hmm. so which was hand-painted. The, it was oh. like a plain white Oryx, and that was going to look like a real oh. Oryx with a oh. Porsche uh, yeah, uh-huh. painting on both sides. And this thing, uh, after it was worked, it was approved, it went out. It was... Mm-hmm. It's not even a case of shipping, okay? It just had to go from, like, uh, one city to, like, the Pearl, the showroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this thing went missing for about two weeks. Oh, my no God. No idea where it went. Yeah. <laughs> so, it went out from our building, and it didn't reach where it had to. So, we had no idea where this thing was. Gosh. And- Do you please tell me you found the painting? Uh, I'm hoping they did because that was one of my dearest works. But I'm hoping they, they did because uh, actually it was a huge uh, project, like especially mm-hmm. with the you know uh, luxury companies and all that. They have these uh, small stuffs made for like huge commissions. So uh-huh. I hope they did find it safely uh, because I had to leave quite after that like quite oh. quickly after that yeah. oh okay okay so i mean that's that's really sad not knowing what happened to it yeah it was like at least the two three weeks it was like and i actually came to know about the whole missing case after a week so oh. uh, yeah i hope they did find it mm-hmm. any other uh like for any other painting do you have like I mean, you, like how you mentioned, you connect with the paintings and and the people mm-hmm. who buy it. Do you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you, I'm not sure, if, since this is a podcast, but do you? Mm-hmm. N- can you d- describe anything that you know you've you actually connected to in a very deeper level? Maybe how uh, of of any story behind any particular uh, painting with a client? Yeah, for a client. Yeah, uh, actually. It's, um, I would say, like, you know, everybody wants this uh, essence of, like, mostly when I'm doing portraits, I would say. I haven't, uh, I don't have, like, uh, an amazing story about this. But what I'm saying is, uh, especially when you're doing portraits, people want the essence of that person. You want, like, uh, Mm -hmm. there's a person uh, wanting a portrait of their friend. So mm-hmm. what they actually want is that essence of that that person to come into that painting, like that liveliness or you know mm-hmm. that uh, that amazing person personality that they have. That's mm-hmm. what they want in their painting. So mm-hmm. uh, I I've heard my clients uh, describe the most about their person, like okay, this is how the person is, this is how uh, she is, and she has she has these. Uh, hair like flying everywhere so I know what they're trying to describe they're actually mm-hmm. you know mesmerized by this person maybe and uh, they just want that essence to be captured in the painting oh. so <laughs> that's what I, I don't really I haven't done like uh, so many uh, commissions which have like a deeper level of connection with the client mm-hmm. but this is what I've understood so far 
Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, so I remember once we had to go to a photo studio, and uh, the mm-hmm. photo that we had given was of a very old, like our grandparents or something. And mm-hmm. uh, they, she communicated the same thing that the pers, the customers always want uh, that the person should look like real life, and yeah. it's a very old photo. It's like a sixty-year-old photo, and uh, what matters is yeah. the memories that you get after seeing the photo, right? <laughs> that's why so you want like you want to feel that that person is right there in the room so <laughs> you have this like you know hype of emotions i get it mm. but, yeah so that that's what you want from many things like even when you're gifting someone something mm. you want that uh, you know their happiness to like jump out of it and mm. uh, you want to see them you know their eyes glitter to see it for the gift and So it's just an emotion with i think anything it's personally mm. made for a person mm. so do, do you have anybody in your family besides uh, your I, i think you mentioned your friends mother in law besides that do you have mm-hmm. anybody else who's guided you in this entire process of starting and continuing this work you said you mentioned uh, you mentioned being full time this right so is there anybody used to guide you on this uh actually i would say no because uh, i had to mm-hmm. like figure my way uh, own way mm. uh, because uh, i think the rest of the family there are like i have cousins who are into art like who paint or draw but uh, none of them have chosen this path so mm-hmm. uh the entire process has been like i've been doing things myself and also figuring out things my own yes mm-hmm. my friends and everyone have been definitely helpful but uh, mm-hmm. yeah to i think you no know, uh, you do, you can't really figure out a way to be a successful artist anywhere mm-hmm. in the world mm-hmm. because either you crack it or you don't so mm-hmm. so do, do you find any like facebook groups or you know some kind of clubs where there are other artists where you can actually understand like how do i prize my uh, work or how do i do this in a different way or i don't know i don't know how artists mm-hmm. like you you know your challenges maybe do you have yeah. have you met this online like any facebook group or uh, any i actually i don't have like connections with particular groups mm-hmm. i don't even know if they exist but yes uh, there are there have been lots of fellow artists on instagram and facebook and also from my college mm-hmm. who have helped me a lot like with the pricing and also uh, me uh, you know uh, when i started out i didn't know that you had to use oil to uh, really you know uh, dilute the oil things i thought mm-hmm. you just uh, try to scrub it and make it you know that's honestly mm-hmm. what i thought so mm-hmm. such things about the uh, you know basic techniques and stuff uh, mm-hmm. there will be a lot of uh, fellow artists who will help me with that oh, no okay. groups in particular i would say mm-hmm. no i mean i was just asking because if in case there is anybody who's listening and also wants to do the same if they mm-hmm. you know if if there's something that you would want to tell them like you know there might be there are there are actually a lot of people like you mentioned there are people who yeah. draw very well but they might not really think their you know yeah. work is worth anything they like i am doing this I for think, fun uh, if if uh, for me i i would say if you don't feel like your art is not enough you're not an artist <laughs> i would say because you know uh, okay every day every day if you're creating a piece you always feel like is this good enough mm. i don't know who's like very confident about their work i i don't know anyone like that personally mm. everybody mm. uh has their own you know 
questions in mind like about their own work and if you are into like something like this and if you want to be guided uh, i would say uh, there are a lot of people online but i i i don't know a particular platform where you can just go and uh, seek help but i would mm. say there are a lot of uh, people like us like a lot of us who wants to you know like who want to grow and also help grow so uh, i think we got each other's back i would say because uh even though i like very honestly even though the it might look like something you know you're doing something you enjoy there are a lot of people who want to monetize it that's like their only uh only uh, focus i would say that's mm-hmm. like their uh, uh that's what they want mainly out of the whole painting so they give like there uh, actually there's i wouldn't mention the name but there are artists who uh who would like you know give big philosophy about their art like how they come up with works mm-hmm. but uh, they don't have you know uh, that heart who uh, would help others with it or mm-hmm. like uh, they're not really putting out their real faces out there so mm-hmm. uh, when you meet people online meet artists or any like whatever your field is and mm-hmm. uh, if you want to ask a question you want to know things just ask and it, you can you can know what uh, you can know if you can trust this person or not with the next question they give you like either mm-hmm. it's like a complete ignorance or they're really really keen on helping you you know mm-hmm. so I, i don't yeah personally i don't know any truth i would say mm-hmm. so do, does your family support this idea now or are they uh they're still uh, somewhere in the middle but uh, mm-hmm. yeah they like that uh, especially that uh, since after i started posting works online there've been a lot mm-hmm. of relatives and uh, friends mm-hmm. of my family who 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 saying that okay she did the right thing by not going in for the mbbs and then doing what she likes mm-hmm. so uh, i think my parents are coming around Yeah, that's success. <laughs> yeah. That's actually that's the kind of success I was looking for and uh, yeah, I think it's around mm-hmm. the corner. Nice, nice. I'm I'm rooting for you and I'm really glad you've Thank started you. this. So, keep going. I I would love, I mean, love to see a lot of these posts coming up, but I know, but keep it real, keep it uh, <laughs> you don't need to go into that uh, rabbit hole of let's do this yeah. for hashtags yeah. and followers. That's something that I should be learning and every lot of lot of people should be learning on how to use social media the right way. Uh thank you for doing this and thank you thank so you. much for agreeing to be on this podcast. Uh, I will be sharing with you. Uh, entirely my pleasure, I would say. And I'm so happy. Like, uh, I think we're, this is kind of like catching up as well, right? So yes, I'm really yes, happy. Yes, after so many it. years. When did yes. we last meet? 2011? 2010? Oh, yes. No, <laughs> it's 10 years na- ago. You left after 10th, right? So yes, I left in 2010. 2010. Yeah, it's 2009. My goodness. More than a decade. <laughs> wow. Yes. So wishing you all the best Lulu thank you so much thank and you. i'll be seeing you and with the podcast like i wish you all the best and thank you i hope this goes great places yeah i'll be sharing the links of your uh, page uh, on the spotify link as well as uh, on youtube so okay. please follow subscribe whoever is listening to this and thank you bye 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 bye